So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. I hope you're having an amazing day. If you are new to the show, welcome. I know we have a bunch of new listeners. Thank you so much for being here. And I wanted to remind everyone that the way we continue to make this mission work together to just to support people and and being confident in their own desires. And that's what we're going to talk about today is that beliefs aren't facts <laughs> is an amazing contribution to make sure because you know this this podcast helps so many people, the ones that I work with one-on-one and the ones that are listening, um, is to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review with a comment of your biggest takeaway from the show, like what this has really shifted for you. I keep the show ad-free, so you want to come back, and so I get to talk more um, and just you know make it a really enjoyable experience um, by not, yeah, having ads and having a conversation with you because this is about us being in community, being in circle, being able to have an open conversation about some really old, you know, social, socially instilled beliefs. And you may have heard the 
the pre-drop um, of this episode about the open enrollment. And if this is, you know, that pre-drop's not there, then, you know, this is not an evergreen thing, um, that there is open enrollment right now into the fast track to freedom from alcohol. So if you've been listening for a long time and you just, you know, still are in confusion about the next steps to take, and if you have really resigned yourself and just think it's your destiny to be stuck with alcohol, like you're always going to want alcohol. Now is the time to make a powerful decision for change and transformation where you will never have to start over again because the end result you get is to make alcohol unimportant so that it just doesn't matter anymore. And that's the biggest difference between my program and, you know, what I see out in the world is that we're just changing the whole belief structure and the whole mindset about what it means to drink and to not drink so that it just, there's no more efforting in your life when you're done with the program. So there's no more barrier. Go right now to the link and you can register to work with me one-on-one and read all about it right here and right now. And what we're going to talk about is what makes quitting drinking easy. So this is what everyone wants to know is like, how could I just do this as quick and possible? And what we think and we do because we ha- we believe all of those things about alcohol, that it's normal, that I'm always going to want it, that's a problem, what are people going to think, right? These are all just thoughts in our head that are, that are actually weighing down and making it harder. So when you, when you shift your thinking around alcohol and you, you bring the awareness of all of those thoughts to the forefront and you plop them down on the table and I ask you questions about them, what makes quitting drinking easy is not more time, is not avoiding alcohol for long enough, is not you figuring out how to moderate and really, you know, um, working on your willpower, which all of this requires time. Time does not make quitting easier. The only thing that will make quitting easier and the only thing that will actually make you help you enjoy your life and make the process a transformational process of even more possibility and meeting your potential even more is new thinking. You have to be willing to find new beliefs contrary to the ones that are supporting all of your thoughts about alcohol that make it hard, right? So for example, everyone drinks, even just that alone is black and white thinking. And when you say everyone drinks now, I'm an outsider, right? How, what is that? What emotion does that create? Everyone drinks, it makes you feel insecure. But when you look at the facts, and this is what coaching is all about, is just to look at facts, not everyone drinks. Okay, well, now I've got some space because that's the truth. Not everyone drinks. There's cultures or in the world where like alcohol is not even a thing. There's so many communities in in the Western world too where alcohol is not a thing, where people are really into embodiment and exploring their emotions and um, building their inner resilience. I'm involved in those types of communities. Um, so, so there's something that you can shift, right? Um, and the the whole thought about if I can change long enough to 
to somehow figure out alcohol. Like when I used, I didn't always have a problem, right? There's another thought. I didn't always have a problem. I used to be able to drink, um, two drinks and I just wish I could control it. Now what you're doing is you're making alcohol more important than your natural desires and preferences, so alcohol's still running the show. It's still in the forefront of your mind. And so what we want to do is we want to understand why. Why is it so important for you? And this is very neutral to be able to have that, right? And then your thought might be um, so that I can fit in, okay? So tell me all the reasons that you fit in already, regardless of what is in your glass, Tell me all of the reasons why that's not true, that you don't fit in when you're not drinking, right? Well, because we get to have the same conversation, we're in the same place, we're talking about the same things, we have the same interests, it's all the same people, right? So tell me why it's true that not drinking actually allows you to fit in more because it allows me to be myself, I'm more clear about what I'm saying. I can participate in the conversation, my ability to respond clearly. I get to be my authentic self. I get to fit in with people that I know are in alignment with what I want, right? Instead of maybe hanging out with people that I just drink with and my preferences, my ability, my my preferences are inhibited. So I just will spend time with whoever, right? I'm not saying that that's true, but these are just some examples, right, of where your brain goes habitually because that's how we learn as humans. And so what we do is we want to generate awareness. And the only way to quit drinking in a way that feels empowering and amazing where you get to actually enjoy because you know why if if drinking it was creating amazing, healthy results for you. And you felt so great. We wouldn't be having this conversation, right? It's like, if you're taking your vitamins every day, you're not going to just like stop taking them because they make you feel great. If you go for a walk every day and you feel so good, you're not like, you know, I should stop going for walks, right? You're here because you are getting, there's mostly negative results from drinking. There's not really any benefit besides the things that you don't know how to do on your own. And they're only inhibited by your beliefs about them. This is so important. This is the clincher here. This is this is the reality of everything. It is our beliefs that bump up against the reality. So when we can examine our beliefs and we're willing to feel some new emotions, sensations in our body that won't kill us, we get to actually enjoy the results of not drinking, right? Like the results of not drinking are amazing, but all of your beliefs about alcohol are overriding them are robbing you of actually enjoying what it means to not drink because you're all you're focused on is what are other people going to think? They're going to think that this is odd, that, that this isn't normal, that something's happened. I'm going to have to explain myself. When I coach people and we plan ahead of time and we make powerful decisions ahead of time to keep the position, none of that ends up being true. And if it is, here's my question. Like if you're listening to this, chances are you're not 12 and you know, we do, we do naturally care what other people think about us. That's how we've survived again. But like you are a mature grown woman and it's like, you're not, we're not teenagers anymore. So that's the other piece of this is like people pleasing. Like, do you want to be spending time with people? A that are going, I mean, like, I just have to say this, that are going to be 
not supportive of your healthy changes in your life? Um, Do you want to be lying to people about the changes that you want to make? And the reason that you feel like you need to lie to people is because you think it it means that you have a problem rather than being proud of yourself for deciding on the life you want to live. And like the truth, which is I feel so much better without alcohol, so much better. Everyone feels so much better without alcohol. They do. Right. Even if there's trick, like, even if there's some cravings, but on a day to day, there's clarity, there's better sleep. There's like not a hangover. Like, there's all the things that feel you're not as snappy, all of those things. The only thing you have to ma- figure out how to manage are the initial cravings, which is very simple. It's a very simple process that brings you closer to yourself so that you can not want to go substitute alcohol with something else and dissociate from your body. Like your body, your vessel, your human experience, your emotional body is the gift of this lifetime, right? And your reasons why, like people don't even, like you don't even need to be validated for your reasons why. They're your reasons why, Like, why do you want to drink more water every day? Why do you want to marry the person that you love? Why do you want to, you know, have a job at a place where you feel respected and heard? Why do you want to, you know, be available to tuck your kids in at night? Like, those are your reasons why. And when we have to seek external validation for our reasons why, we really miss out on a life of self-authority, on a life of being the boss of your own self. And there are no consequences for being confident in your reasons why. And so when you when you go out into the world and you know what your reasons are and you show up with that energy, it reinforces those new beliefs. Believing it's possible to no longer want alcohol is also part of the thinking that is like the biggest shift in the change, but it happens so quickly that you, I just had a client tell me this. She was like, I don't, the only reason I waited so long to start was because I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know this perspective it actually existed. She's like, I would have started this so long ago if I knew how simple it was. And it's not like there's no efforting involved at the beginning because there absolutely is. It feels a little strange. Like you've tied a chemical and your identity together for the majority of your adult life and so many memories that stand out to you. So it does feel strange, but just like stepping out into the cold, you're, you adjust, right? And it's like, do you want to live your life in a, a, the house forever in a, you know, temperature regulated house and never go explore the world, right? And if you do, you're going to live a much smaller life. Like you have to be willing to get your coat on, get your tools, get your gear, and be excited about being in the elements, being invigorated, connecting to life in a new way, in a in a way where it's like you're not behind a screen, right? Where you're full embodied. Like that's why we're here. We have this human experience. We have these senses. And this is what makes quitting drinking easy. And it is contrary to everything that we've been told, right? But those are all just sales. Like that's just a business, Alcohol is a business and recovery is a business. I will tell you that. And I absolutely do not bypass people that 
dissociate from the body because the body doesn't feel safe. That is something that I know. And that person is going to take a little bit more time to get comfortable feeling in the body. For some people, the body doesn't feel like a safe place to go inward, to experience sensation. So numbing has been the source of a response, right? Now, but what happens is once you do become whole, you, you, you find your wholeness, right? We don't make you whole. You're already whole. We just remove all of the imprints that are in the way of that dissociation and you feel grounded in your body. You can feel your body. You can make decisions clearly, right? Dissociation is then what really starts to feel anxiety producing. Trust me. I know I'm like, I don't want to alter anything. I'm good. I love the earth. I want to be grounded here, right? I do not want to be in an altered state of consciousness at all. The mo- the furthest I go with that now is a cup of coffee and a kundalini class, maybe not together at the same time. That could create heart palpitations. <laughs> but like that is the... That is the extent, right? Or I go, um, like there's ways to change your consciousness through a fully embodied state. So Kundalini or ecstatic dance is really embodied. You're in your body, but you're altering your consciousness. Like you're letting your thoughts, um, the thoughts start to quiet, right? That's meditation and yoga. The thought, the thoughts start to quiet. Or when you're in nature, like, have you ever been in nature and you're just like, oh my God, there's so many problems. No, you go into nature and your mind clears. You feel connected. You're, you're in your original essence. You're connecting with like your original blueprint, right? It's just all of the thoughts of the conditioning of your life, which is just everyone. And then you grow and scale and new things change and you've got new problems to solve based on your conditioning, right? And so that's why when you grow into new versions of yourself, coaching is such a powerful tool for that, right? Like that's why athletes have coaches. That's why high-level executives have coaches. That's why like most people now have coaches, like so many people have coaches because they, people want to experience all this life has to offer. And the more... If you are going to be limited by your money beliefs or by spending beliefs or investment beliefs or what's possible for you and your relationships and your children, and you, you've created this, the belief box for you, like I talked about last week, like you're, you're going to make, live a, a smaller life, right? And it doesn't mean you have to be like traveling the world and like starting businesses because you could, you know, live on the same piece of property and have a surrendered life where like none of those things are coming into play either. And you're not like, oh, I should be doing more, right? Like you're very confident and comfortable with the life that you live. And it is a bigger life. It's a bigger life in your brain connected to consciousness. So when we don't change our thoughts at all about our beliefs about alcohol, about drinking, about quitting, about sobriety, about recovery, about blah, 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 you lose all the benefits. You gain no benefits from alcohol. Like you, you feel better, but you're just like telling yourself the whole time that you want it. And that's just, it is, it's just not true, but you have to intentionally work towards it because beliefs are built through repetition. So the better you know how to manage your thoughts and make powerful decisions ahead of time, which is what we do, it's the easier it is to walk into any situation, any situation with confidence and commitment. Like if you walked into any situation and you were like, I love all of my reasons why I'm no longer drinking and all of the results that it's getting me, you're going to be glowing. 
One of my clients tells me like she's had so many people ask her if she's gotten Botox since she quit drinking and she's just like loving it, right? It's amazing. It's so good. It's like the best result ever and just like glowing and so confident and also unapologetic for like, yeah, I feel the way this like way about alcohol too. I'm unapologetic for my relationship with alcohol. I know alcohol is a drug. I'm on to alcohol. Like we're all just taking this drug that's altering our state of consciousness and surprised when it starts to control our brain, right? Like it has like, we're obsessing and thinking about it all the time. I mean, like I've done a lot of other drugs and that, it, that like it can happen with anything, but just because it's been acceptable, and there's all this, you know, old, like kind of old research about health benefits or, you know, whatever. And like, even if all of those things were true, how is it still limiting your capacity, right? Like, even if it was true that it was like the way to relax and connect and all of this stuff, like it's still limiting your capacity a hundred percent, right? And like, you get to believe all those things are true too. Um, and what I found is you're only relaxing from the chemical itself. So time alone does not make quitting drinking easier because you know people that have been sober for a long time and they're still grouchy about it. The willingness to try something new is always what it takes to get a new result. But we have to bring our new thinking along with it. Right. Like if you show up and you're like, this is a, you know, this is never going to work is never going to work. You know, you have to want to believe it. Right. It's like I have to want to intentionally believe that Matthew is the hardest working man of my dreams. And it makes my relationship so much better instead of looking like where is the hardest working man of my dreams? Because he ain't here. Right. Like never being satisfied with you know, you, you decide to get married and you're in a committed relationship. And like the entire time you're just like looking for someone else. Like, no, you decide intentionally that this is the person that you want on your team forever. And you look for all the reasons why it's working, not all the reasons why it's not working. That's exhausting. Right. And that's what you do every time you quit drink, try to quit drinking is you like focus on all the reasons why it's not working. And then you give your body more work to do by substituting it with healthy habits. You're like, if I could only just do this and I would stop thinking about alcohol. I remember one of the last times I like tried to quit. I was like, okay, if I do like a keto diet or whatever, then I can't drink because it's about this. And it's, it's like so silly because those things will naturally happen. I mean, if you want to be a healthier person by all means, but you're, you'll have more time for that stuff. And yes, if you go to a yoga practice and you're like, I want to be here to really connect with myself and just like, and I, when my clients, when we're doing the thought work and now they're doing new rituals and doing new self-care stuff it does. It really connects them more with themselves. But if you're, if you're doing it as a substitution, it's not going to have the same impact if your thoughts don't change right now over a really long term, maybe it could, I'm not saying this never happens because like everything, every possible scenario in the world can be true. Um, 
But like, you just don't have to struggle. Basically, you don't have to struggle in fear and deprivation for years and years and years. You could just go on making alcohol unimportant and mean and mean nothing. So go ahead and give it a try this week and decide ahead of time the new belief that you want to have and and why, right? Your reason for not drinking and that you feel really confident about it. I want to wake up feeling amazing. I really want to be super present and connect with people and lead with that, lead with your intention and see what happens on the other side of it, right? And know that your body, again, right, has to self-regulate. And so that's where compassion comes in. And it's like, I got your back. Nothing, like there's literally nothing that can go wrong. And, and just see what your natural preferences are. See who you are and what you want at this point in your life, not the old story you've been telling yourself. So just know that when you're chasing time and you're chasing the figuring out alcohol, what I really want you to know is that all of that is going to take so much more mental exhaustion and just as much mental exhaustion as it does to drink every day. And you do not want to spend your life trying to manage alcohol you deserve to be happy without alcohol. And now is the time to get it done. To read you an amazing testimonial from a client who just finished a portion of the program and is on the other side of alcohol. I feel an inner soundness and feeling of being solid in my responses that was not there prior to working with you. I am so grateful to you and the program and the opportunities and shifts of perspective that have opened up for me. I appreciate knowing you are still here for me. I feel I have solid internal footing. That's, I love that solid internal footing, which is an absolute testament to the work I've done these last few months with you and the program, True Healing. Shout out to Bonnie. Amazing. She she has blown my mind. I mean, all my clients blow my mind of the desire to want to change and to do this for herself and the commitment of self-inquiry, right? And self-discovery. And that has really been her foundation for wanting this change. And then the impact into every other area of her life has just been profound. So thank you so much for this beautiful testimonial and let this inspire you and serve you into this week. Have an amazing day. Hi, it's Mary Wagstaff. I want to personally invite you to spend one hour with me one-on-one because you deserve to know what's holding you back. It is your time Alcohol has had its fair share. We're going to talk about possibilities, about how to align your thoughts and actions with your dreams and what matters most to you, about why alcohol is no longer suited for the life you want to live, how you can get on the fast track to freedom from alcohol and stay there without deprivation. Follow the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to schedule your complimentary call and get a new perspective on an old habit.